And now, story time with Mr. Black. A surgeon, an architect, and a lawyer are having a heated barroom discussion concerning which of the professions is actually the oldest profession. The surgeon speaks up first, and the surgeon says surgery, without a doubt, is the oldest profession. Matter of fact, you can turn to the Bible to validate this. In Genesis 2, 21 through 22, we read, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. So without a doubt, surgery is the oldest profession because you can't go back further than that. God was without a doubt the first surgeon. The architect architect says, hold on, hold on, hold on. In fact, we can go back further than that. In Genesis 1-2, we are told the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. We read there was chaos, and God brought order to the chaos by creating. So God was the first architect. Before he was anything else, he created. He was the architect of the world when he created the world out of chaos in seven days. And you cannot go back any further than that. With that, the lawyer gets a big old smile on his face, puffs his cigar, and says, Gentlemen, gentlemen, who do you think created the chaos? We were made in the image of God. We were made to create. In Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created. And I always tell people to stop right there because our first, our first introduction to God was as creator. And then if you drop down 25 verses, then we read, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed him. So again, our first introduction to God was as creator. And then 25 verses later, God said, let us make man in our class, under our image. We were made in the God class. No, I do not believe that we become gods. There's a religion out there that believes that. But the Bible is pretty clear in Deuteronomy 6, 4 and many other places. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. I believe we are made in the God class. We were made to create For it is written, to think is to create. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you have already committed adultery with her in your heart. The good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. This is where the saying, the battle is in the mind comes from. Battle for control of our focus for control of the narrative that has the ability to affect our beliefs, to take all our fears and struggles and hurts and focus their causation on someone else so that we can then get righteously angry and demand justice. We don't need justice in this world to have peace. There is no justice on this side of eternity. We need mercy. We need understanding. We need grace. We need forgiveness. We need to quit seeking our pound of flesh and our record of wrong. 
And we need to quit seeking this thing called justice that means something totally different to everybody else. Because one day, justice is going to come a-knocking at our door. And I don't know if we're going to want to open that door. We are told, and this is the golden rule, forgive lest ye be forgiven. We were made to create. We must ask ourselves, what are we creating? Dr. Caroline Leaf in her book, Who Switched Off My Brain, makes this statement that should wake up every able-minded leader. Research shows that around 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Somewhere between 75 to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. We are creating. Once you understand this, we have to ask ourselves, what are we creating? What we think about affects us physically, emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average person has somewhere between 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive, to let go of our pound of flesh, to stop keeping our record of wrong. Toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes the following diseases, diabetes, cancer, asthma, skin problems, allergies, just to name a few. When we consciously control our thought life, we actually start to detox our brain. Think about that. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and consciously controlling our thought life is one of the best ways to detox our brain and our life. If you want to change your life, ladies and gentlemen, you must change your thinking. Change in your thinking is essential to detox the brain. Consciously controlling our thought life means not letting thoughts rampage through our mind. It means learning to engage interactively with every single thought we have and to analyze it before we decide either to accept it or reject it. We were made to create. What are you creating? And if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change your approach, you change the results. The smart guy, Albert Einstein, Put it perfectly. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. This is a clarion call. As I deal with successful people around the globe, I'm amazed at how we all struggle similarly. We live in a world that is living in their head, a world in deep thought, meeting and discussing and thinking and creating. But consider what are we creating? And what is thinking? Thinking is nothing more than talking to ourselves. It's self-talk. And large parts of depression can be traced back to the way we talk to ourselves. Our thoughts, our self-talk is driven by our beliefs and wrapped up in our emotions. It's a simple pattern and identify if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. 
please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.